0: what's going on all my podcast members from spotify and anchor all my apple podcast members breaker channel members people that are listening on a web browser the list goes on and on see you jizzle and the fucking whistle and uh here to bring you another episode Anywho. Mm. That's a good beer. Mm mm mm. Put that over there. Put that there. I got this fried chicken in there it says sell by date is well it was said yesterday actually but that was like an hour ago <laughs> so I mean I could probably technically cook it tonight but last night I cooked a couple pieces in the oven and it didn't really taste all that well to me I mean it wasn't really satisfying I mean it wasn't bad but I don't know And I really don't want to get sick off of chicken that's kind of a terrible thing to throw up I've never thrown up chicken before except for at KFC whenever I got food poisoning and it was fucking miserable not to mention all the other shit that you're gonna eat like meat sticks and pistachios wouldn't probably be a good thing to throw up so I'm like eh, thank you but no thank you it cost me like Five or six bucks. I already ate three dollars worth of it. So fuck it. You know. Three dollars worth of chicken isn't worth getting sick over. I'll tell you that. I like going to county market. Or Walmart. And getting. Fried chicken. Rotisserie chicken. All the time. But. When you hold on for it to it for too long, then, you know, fuck it, get rid of it. There's a guy that I used to get weed off of all the time, and he went to prison for a little while for selling uh, weed and pills to an undercover officer in Taylorville, and He already did his time, he got out. But I feel kinda guilty because I haven't hit him up since he's been out. I mean, he's been out since probably the beginning of the year. And I haven't even hit him up. You know, I used to buy weed off of him all the time. I'd go over to his house and he was the first person that got me started into anime. So I think I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna text him and uh, see if he's got any weed, and uh, ask him if he wants to watch some anime and smoke some weed together. You know, hang out. I'm one of my days off. I can chill. You know, we can. I can drink beer and we can watch some anime. And maybe he'll let me just buy some of his anime DVDs off of him to get started. I'll pay him, I'll pay him twice as much. You know, just so I don't have to order it. So, if you spent 20 bucks on it, I'll I'll give him 40. Because I only want to buy one piece at a time. I don't want to buy $400 worth of anime movies, so slowly build up my collection and at least he knows if he ever wants to buy it back, he knows where it's at, you know. And just take it up to disc replay and get rid of it. Anywho, I don't really know how long this podcast is going to be. I'm going to try to make a whole hour's uh, worth of content, but I think I do need to put some money back for to buy a bottle of liquor to have on hand because buying beer gets pretty expensive. A six pack of Michelob Ultra at my store is nine something so probably it's actually more than that because it's $8.99 plus tax so I'm trying to get off of beer anyways because of all the carbs and sugars and stuff but um, with liquor I gotta chase it with soda or juice anyways, so I'm really going to have to kind of watch how much juice I drink and everything as well. Orange juice can get really expensive. You can go to the store right now and you can buy it for like $4 for a thing, maybe a little less, but it's really expensive. So I want to kind of divide it in fours, you know, uh, like I said, get me a cup where I can mix half orange juice and half alcohol and spread it out because a bottle of gin would probably cost you for a fifth. Mm say 15 bucks, maybe. then a bottle of orange juice, another three or four bucks. So let's just say 20 bucks, and it's going to last you at least four to five days. And uh, if you bought four or five days worth of beer, that'd be like 50 bucks. So it really saves money saves you $30 every time that you get liquor versus beer in my opinion especially when you're buying from a gas station I can try and see what kind of liquor they got at county market the next time I go up there but I've never I haven't bought hard liquor from a grocery store or anything in a long time, but I think that they might be a little bit cheaper, so we will have to see, smoke a little bit more weed right now. I need to put back some money to go get some more weed. So, I've got a lot of things that I still gotta buy this month. Food, of course, that's something that I always gotta buy, but weed, necessities, I'm going to try eat, waking up earlier and eating breakfast. And uh, eating more proteins. And I'm going to try to cut more carbs out of my life. These Michelin Ultras are good because they're only 2.5 carbs per beer. So. With drinking three of these tonight. You know I've only had like seven and a half carbs. Which is really good. On the keto diet you're only allowed 50 grams of carbs a day. But I do believe. That if you eat carbs at a certain time. It benefits you. You know no matter how many carbs you eat if you eat a lot of carbs before you go and work out, it's going to give you all that energy and you're not going to dip down into your proteins and shit. If you go to work all day and you eat some potatoes some carbs before you go in, maybe like some cheesy potatoes and bacon bits on it, uh, that's going to give you the energy to last you throughout your shift. You're going to burn all that shit off. Your body is not going to be tearing into muscle and tissue that it, you know, because your body will literally cannibalize itself if you allow it. It will eat itself to death. I mean, if you don't have any calories to burn, yeah, it's going to get it from somewhere. It's the same thing with all those people that don't see any results in their muscles. That's because your body is eating all your muscles up. I mean, all that muscle tissue that you just grew is being cannibalized. It's being consumed. Huh. I watched uh, Mrs. Doubtfire last night, When I got done making my podcast, it was great, it never gets old, I always like watching Robin Williams, it's kind of sad, you know, knowing how he died and everything, but. That's a legend that I'll I'll never let die. Always good to watch some Robin Williams. Tonight, I think I'm going to watch Labyrinth again for like the 10th time. (laughs) 100th time actually, but since I've been here, I've watched it like 2 or 3 times. So, it always reminds me of during my childhood me and my siblings would watch that a lot I don't know just a good movie I could watch whatever but always brings back good memories watching Labyrinth I tried watching Night at the Roxbury but skips and shit after a certain amount of time i need to get a actual copy of it instead of having a burnt copy So I um, went up to the dispensary to get this weed the last time, and there's a girl that works there, long story short, she's on my Facebook, and her name is Mara. And she used to date this guy that I used to be friends with. A year or two ago, his name was Stevie. White kid, red hair. He liked doing drugs, you know, smoking weed and snorting ecstasy pills. But I used to go over there to his little camper. He had a little, small little camper with a bed in it, a sink, and a uh, portable little bathroom in there. And he had his TV set up in there with his video games and a heater and... Uh, it was really awesome. He had a little drop cord that he used to run to his sister's house and for his heater and everything. It was really awesome. Uh, we'd sit out there and play Final Fantasy on PlayStation, on the first original PlayStation. Anyways, she used to date him, she used to fuck around with him, and I kind of had a thing for her for a while, but she kind of blew me off, and now she's fucking around with a guy that works at the dispensary, and now she's got a job up there, so it's kind of funny how that works, but I was up there one day, and she's like, oh, hey, Clayton. And I didn't recognize who she was at first. I'm like, who the fuck, who the fuck knows my name like that, you know? And then just this last time, I recognized her up at the reception desk. I'm like, oh, okay. It all made sense then. Got a job there. You're fucking the guy that's like the manager of the office there. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that's probably how you got the job. You fucked him, and then he was like, "Hey, you know, if you want to make some money and work at a dispensary, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not knocking her." You know, I'm not talking down on her, but it's just funny how females only want to get with men unless there's something in it for them. And that's the way it always is. I don't care who you are. I've seen it time and time again, every day at work. Even out in public. Female don't want nothing to do with a guy unless they've got money or a car or a business they don't want shit to do with you so many different females come in there and use men for their money asking them to buy lottery tickets for them and shit even though they know they don't have any money there's this one black guy that comes in there like religiously and he buys lottery tickets and this crack whore white girl with him and she's all like begging him for a lottery ticket and he's like no I'm not I'm not letting you get any money you know even though he has it but she expects him to just give it to her you know like it's free money She's like, well, buy me this lottery ticket. And he's like, no. I'm not fucking doing that. And, uh, eventually, I think she went out in the car and told him, hey, I'll suck your dick if you buy me a lottery ticket. Because she came back in there and said, oh, I talked him into it. Well, she probably fucking lost on it. And then had to suck his dick for it. I mean, I mean, You know, it's just stupid how people think. If you don't have the money for something, you shouldn't be doing it. It's like if I didn't have money to buy this beer, I wouldn't be buying beer. If I didn't have money for weed, I wouldn't be buying weed. I'm not going to be out begging my mother or begging my friends to help me pay for my habit. really fucked up, but women don't want men for anything except for what they're good for. Which is taking care of the the woman. You know, like I said, if a female isn't getting anything out of it, she doesn't want nothing to do with it. If you're not paying her bills or helping take care of her or giving her money or she don't want nothing to do with it. And it should be the other way around because if men, if men didn't want anything to do with women unless they got money or if they had a car or if it was the other way around then it would be wrong. You know, me, I don't want anything to do with a woman unless she's got, you know, money. I want to get with a rich bitch that has like... Her dad's about to die and he's a fucking CEO of a coal mine and she's going to inherit all his money. Some fucking MILF that just wants to fuck around and has money, you know. Tired of these young girls playing games and expecting too much for too little. They want you to do this and this and this for them but they don't want to put out, like fuck that. And then you get those one bitches that act like they're gay. They come in there, they're fine as fuck, and then they got their female with them, but they got a kid. Like bitch, don't play with me. I know you're gay, or I know you're. You say you're gay, but you've got a kid, so that means you had dick before. <laughs> you've liked dick at some point in time, cause you got a kid. So don't fucking play with me. you know, I haven't really tried picking up any girls at the gas station because they're all nasty in my opinion they're all whores there's only like two or three girls maybe out of like the 500 customers I get a fucking day (laughs) that I would be like okay yeah and one of them I used to go to school with but she's got like three kids so, I know she likes to fuck, but she could be a little bit on the easy side, too. I mean, I don't know. I'd really like to ask her, though, on the weekend, if she'd like to hang out. Because I know she works and everything, she gets rid of her kids on the weekend, that's really the only time that she gets to drink. And, um... Uh, I feel like if I did, maybe something would happen between me and her, because, like I said, we used to go to school together, and I'm sure she's always kind of thought about what my dick looked like and shit, that's what every female does, like, oh, I wonder, you know, when you meet a female, the first thing they look at is your dick, see if it's bulging out or fucking, I don't know what it is, but females are the biggest pervert out there. kinda like a caveman instinct, except for females <laughs> anyways I'm gonna crack open another cold one here in a minute I'm on beer number three I'm about to crack open a 16 ounce can of ice house and smoke a little bit more weed and Kinda of mellowing out right now. And then like I said, by the time I go in there, throw a pizza in there, shove my face, watch some TV and go to sleep. <laughs> it's all gonna get kinda hazy. That's the best part. I love just fucking passing out, going to sleep without even being able to control it. like back in the old days i used to take clonidine to go to sleep because i had uh... i took ritalin as a kid and it got me so fucking wired that i needed something to go to sleep so i would take uh... clonidine one milligram tablets and i would be out in thirty minutes or less and really a fun experience I wish I still had some it was like an instant knocker or medicine it put you out like a it felt like a tranquilizer almost and you couldn't control it like you just start walking around and then you get dizzy you start dozing off you're going in and coming out and that's when you know that you better get to fucking sleep <laughs> like literally there were probably nights when it put me to sleep in like 15 minutes so really good shit I liked it that was my favorite part of the day worst part of the day is being so wired and amped up off that red one you know being so focused and shit like over focused that's how much it fucked with your brain like it was a stimulant but (sighs) i don't know it would make you want to build legos for fucking five hours straight just to have something to do you know you always had to have something to do with your hands and I feel like that's why I have that problem now you know when they came out with those fidget spinners and they had a a uh, a little Toy, I guess you can call it I'm going to call it a toy but it was like a keychain and it had it was like three peas in a pod and they were all on like little rubber bands but you could squeeze them so you could sit there with one hand and just fidget around with this little peas in a pod and it was the most awesome thing ever and then I think I lost it And I was really pissed. So I need to find another one. I think my uh, ex-general manager, the last one that I had, I'm pretty sure she bought that for me. But it's one of the best fidget toys that I've ever fucked with. And I used it all the time at work. All the time when I was driving my car. So I'm going to have to find one. And they're not really common, you know. Not a lot of manufacturers that make peas in a pod that you can squish. (laughs) Just saying. got nine more days left being banned on Facebook, and when I come back, I'm thinking about unblocking certain people, if they're on there, Uh, like my old friend Morgan, that I used to smoke weed with all the time, I think I need to unblock her. I only blocked her because she was acting different, because she was pregnant and shit, you know. But you'll have that whenever you're pregnant, so. It'd be really kind of neat to be able to hang out with her again and smoke with her and talk to her like old times sake. There goes another one. But it was, you know, if it wasn't for me meeting Morgan, I wouldn't have never met my friend Lamar. Which he was dating her, but me and him became really good friends. He's white, I'm black, but we have a lot in common. He watches anime, he loves video games, he loves smoking weed, and he loves fucking celebrating Halloween and Christmas and going to concerts and I think he even listens to a little bit of rock music, you know, really down to earth, dude, so just because he's white and just because I'm black doesn't mean anything, me and him became really close friends. You know, I needed some weed, you know, and I couldn't get it off of anybody back in the day. I'd go over there and get it off of him. And he'd smoke with me too. And there was a lot of countless hours where I'd watch him play video games and just sit there and smoke blunts together. And we haven't done that in so long, but I really wish we could for old times sake I'm pretty sure he's not even living uh, here in Springfield anymore I think he's got a new girlfriend and uh, I think he's living out of the city so last time I seen him he had pictures where he was in Texas I do believe where we have another mutual friend who's got family down there And, uh, it'd just be really cool for me to go down to Texas and meet up with, uh, Lamar and, and meet up with, uh, (laughs) what the fuck's his name? They had a nickname for him. They never used his real name. Antonio. I mean that's his name, but anywho, two of the coolest black dudes I've ever met. Ever. Somebody that I consider both of them to be a brother, you know. It's really cool. He he's doing pretty good right now, Antonio is. He's got a Mercedes, you know, he's finding work wherever he can find it and uh, trying to start a different life in Texas instead of in uh, Illinois, which I respect that. So, I'm glad that he's got the opportunity to do that. Really good guys. They don't have a Inch of a racist bone in their body, you know. Uh, many times when I had they had parties and stuff, I'd go over there and hang out with Antonio and Lamar. Uh, pretty much anybody that hung out with Lamar was never racist. You know, they were all down to earth and chill pretty generous, like hey you want to hit this bottle, you know, they treated me like a brother, you know, so that's why I treat them like a brother, anything that they need, if they really needed help, they can just hit me up, they already know, so, if there was ever a time when somebody needed a place to crash, you know, and they hit me up, of course they can come and crash here. If they really needed to. If they were really fucking homeless, and they were out on the streets, and, you know, they didn't have nowhere else to go. But, I don't just trust anybody in my apartment. So, it would be like I can count how many people I can trust in my apartment on my first hand. So, it would be Slava, my best friend Slava. Uh, Delante, if he ever needed somewhere to really live, if he was homeless, he knows that he would be welcome. Um, Lamar, same thing if he ever needed somewhere to go his baby mom kicked him out and Morgan wouldn't let him come back or whatever but and maybe Kyle my co-worker Kyle if his dad kicked him out maybe but other than that there's not a lot of people that I would let stay at my place trust a lot of people but I don't trust them that much you know shit comes up missing people eat up all your food go into all your shit when you're fucking not there that's why I don't like having roommates usually nine times out of ten when you have a roommate you're going to end being enemies. You start out as friends, but at the end of it, you're going to be enemies. I haven't known anybody that's been roommates with somebody and it worked out and they were friends afterwards. So, it rarely fucking happens. Some people might be able to do that. Like, maybe your roommate's at a college dorm, you know, I mean, that's possible, but usually when you sign a fucking 12-month lease, they can be your best friend, they can say that, you know, they're going to help out doing this and doing that, and you're bound to that 12-month lease, whether or not they hold up their word or not, so it really ruins relationships being roommates with people that you want to be your friends so I try not to have a roommate because maybe I might have a little bit of food left in the fridge and I was planning on eating it when I come home and they fucking ate it and now I don't have nothing to eat I'd be pretty pissed I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably tell them that they need to go up there and buy more food. (laughs) I just can't trust people enough like that. Ever since my uh, sister Brittany did me bogus, she stiffed me with all the bills and everything and she moved out Without giving me a whole month's notice. I can't trust anybody. If family will fuck you over. Anybody will fuck you over. Let's just say that. So I'll never have a roommate. Unless. (laughs) I find somebody that I. uh, Can partner with somebody that I end up having a relationship with, you know, if I get a girlfriend or whatever, then yeah, I guess we're going to be roommates, but that's a little bit easier, because when you're in a relationship like that, you communicate a little bit better, you know, like, hey babe, I just drank the last of the milk, you probably need to pick some more up before you go to work. Roommates don't do that. They just drink the last of the milk and eat up all the cereal and say, oh yeah I meant to tell you about that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't do roommates. There was a kid that actually worked up at Circle K And he really almost had me convinced to be his roommate, right? I was really thinking about it. And I'm like, eh, I don't really, I don't like the whole roommate idea, you know? But he was really making me think about it. And I told him, you know, because what he was going to do was just move into the place that his brother had because he said his brother was moving back in with the baby's mom and I said well I'm not going to pay rent unless my name's on that lease unless I'm signing a lease I'm not paying rent he just expected me to move in there and pay rent without being on the lease so that way you know if anything ever came up I can get kicked out of there because I'm not on the lease first of all and second of all, if he can't pay his part of the rent, then it would be expected for me to pick up the rest of the rent, and if I couldn't pay it, then he'd just kick me out, you know? So it was like, No, this doesn't sound right. And uh there was a couple times when he's like, Oh yeah, it's it's perfect, we can move right in. All you need to have is 750 down and I'm like well why do I have to have anything down if there's no new lease being signed you know if it's like your brother never moved out and I'm just moving in why do we need another down payment and I believe it was for him to get $750 out of me so He ended up losing his job at Circle K, and he went and he's working for like Menards or Lowe's as like a stocker, so he's only making like part-time hours, which that might work for him if he has a part-time job somewhere and he wants to get another part-time job somewhere else but he was really unreliable you know, undependable and I'm glad that I had thought about it and said no you don't put all your eggs in one basket you don't rely on anybody else you just depend on yourself and that's it because the moment that you rely on somebody else and then they fall short then you gotta pick up the slack or you both become homeless I mean there's no way around it or if you're not homeless and you got like a utility bill to pay you might be without electricity which means all the food in your fridge is gonna fucking go bad and you won't have any light and you won't have any air really fucking terrible so i'm glad i'm glad that i uh have it the way that i do so i've seen him come up to the gas station a couple times and he's never really said nothing to me he's never said hi made small talk I think it's kind of funny but I was one of the only people that gave a shit about him whenever he was there so whatever you'll have that people forget where they came from it is what it is he's probably fake the whole time to my face but whatever I never really liked him either so I didn't like his cockiness and his attitude that's why it would have never been good for us to be roommates because he would have got cocky about something stupid one night And I probably would have had to fucking smack him across the face. And then it would have probably ended up with a whole scuffle because he wanted to act like a He Man, and I would have had to fucking choke him out. So, you know. Then I'd end up in jail. I'd miss work. I'd have to bond out and pay money and have to go to court. All over somebody that's not worth it. So, that's why I, avo- I avoid being roommates with people. Especially cocky people that can't hold a job. So I'm a real good judge of character. If I meet you. I know within the first ten minutes what kind of a person you are, if I can trust you, if you're a liar, all about your body movement and how you talk and if you're making up stories or not. It's really a fine art, but I've gotten really good at it here recently. So, when I meet somebody and I talk to them, I don't even like making eye contact. I'll be honest with you. It's just something in me. Uh, I think it's Asperger's syndrome, a mild case of it, but or a mild case of autism, whatever you want to call it. But I also think that I'm an introvert that's what I thought at first anyways but no matter what you want to call it I still from communicating with people I can tell whether or not they're full of shit and it's really easy because at a certain time I didn't look at people in the eyes so everything that I listened to I'd be able to hear little lies here and little lies there and listen to the story a little bit more and see are you actually full of shit or does your story match up and I got really good at being able to tell if you're a liar just by listening to you talk but then whenever I got a little bit easier at looking at people in the eyes and shit there's certain things that they would do, certain eye movements or body movements. You know, I've gotten really good at reading body language here lately too, so, and it's really easy for all the tweakers and shit that are on drugs when they come in, to be able to tell if they're lying or if they're tweaking or, but, um, Yeah, that's just something I'm kind of trying to master here still. I don't judge people. I don't just sit there and look at somebody and say, Oh, you know, they're probably this. But if I talk to somebody and I listen to what they're saying to me, and I look at how they're acting and how they're moving and How they're socializing and how they're not. Then I can actually sit there and really judge somebody and say, eh, they're probably high on something. It's the same thing that I have to do every day for people that are drunk. They come in there, I have to judge whether or not they've had too much to drink. That's my job. I have to judge them every day. They come in there... Okay, yeah, you're fine. You don't look drunk. Yeah, you're fine. You don't look drunk either. But this guy over here looks like he's fucked up. So, yeah, that's judging somebody by what they look like. You know? This bitch over here looks like a meth addict because she's got... A bunch of scabs all over her fucking skin from where she's been digging at herself. So, yeah, I'm judging her. Because that's what she looks like. So... is it wrong to judge somebody by who they really are? I don't think so. Because you're really just speaking the truth. But People nowadays think it is. They think it's wrong. You don't know me and you know... I hear a lot of closet racists and shit that say that black people that come in there that hate white people you call them out on being racist and they're like how do you know i'm racist what did i say that was racist well deep down it's not what you said but it's how you acted and you're a closet racist you hate white people you're not gonna come right out and say it but you're a racist the way you act, your demeanor, and the way that you hold yourself against a white skin color versus a black skin color tells me that you're a racist. So, and again, they'll want you—they'll want you to elaborate on it and tell them how they're a racist. You don't need to. You just need to tell them you're a closet racist. So. I don't have to sit there and explain it to you. You hate white people, so... You wouldn't act that way towards your family, you know, because their skin color is black. So, you know, and again, I don't like getting into racism because I have a whole lot of friends and family that are black. I don't sit there and look at them like they're anything different than family. So I like to kind of keep it that way. I wish that the whole world could kind of keep it that way and just realize that we're no different, you know. But there are certain black people out there that fucking hate white people. Just because they're white. And vice versa. There are certain white people that hate black people because they're black. So. But it seems like it's becoming more prevalent. It's happening a lot more. So. You know, you got to think back, within the past 20 years, there's been so much mixed interracial relationships, you would think that racism would have died off, because... Not only has there been so much acceptance for the black community, but there's so many children out there that are mixed race. And they grow up, and they're half black, they're half white. Their kids are also half black and half white. You know, it, it's just, I don't know. Racism can really ruin a kid's uh, childhood. They should be out there thinking about how to ride a bike and how to fly a kite and how to fish. Not thinking about... Uh, shootings and cops trying to kill them and You know their parents talk about the white guy this the white guy that Stupid Dumb well, It is what it is That is the uh, society we live in today though the white guys bringing us down. You know, all the politicians that fought for you and fought for your rights, and, you know, Abe Lincoln, who abolished slavery, was white. So, you know. Just because somebody's white doesn't mean that they're a racist, slave-trader. And people like me, you know, that shit was fucking two or three hundred years ago. You think I, you know, know any of my ancestors? You think that I know what they did three hundred years ago? No. And neither do you. So you can't sit here and say that you have all this mental bullshit that affects you when you weren't even around. Your parents weren't even around back then in the slave days. Your grandparents weren't probably even around. Your great-great-grandparents may have been around, but you never even fucking knew them. So, anywho, it's getting to be about 56 minutes in, (laughs) and I think I'm going to call it a night. I'm definitely not gonna make another one so until the next one see jizzle and the whizzle signing off don't just have a good day America have a great day